0: Hey, what's up? Welcome to a special simulcast edition of Pro Wrestling Nation and Gimmick Street Wrestling Podcast. Speaking of simulcast, the contract does say McMahon, but it doesn't say Vince McMahon. It says Funky Sam Medina. What's up, you guys? That's right. I am your host on this thrill ride that we call professional wrestling. My name is Funky Sam Medina. And the first thing I want to say is if you're listening to this on the PWN feed, go check out Gimmick Street wrestling podcast there are three incredible hosts one of them is myself one of them is comedian pratik Srivastava, and one of them is florida rock star xavier Vacuna. and we just talk about wrestling the latest and the greatest news results opinions little fun things we did a, a survivor series like our favorite traditional survivor series match countdown a few weeks ago that was super fun you guys go check it out Super fun content. Uh there now and coming your way. So stay tuned. Gimmick Street Wrestling Podcast. And if you're listening to this on Gimmick Street, go check out Pro Wrestling Nation. They got the host over there, Funky Sam Medina, over there just tearing it up, uh interviewing all kinds of cool wrestlers. Uh this week I talked to CZW superstar top guy, Griffin McCoy, and we talked about his upcoming match he has against Kenta. That's right, you guys. December 18th, CZW Live. Griffin McCoy goes up against Kenta. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. All right, you guys. Welcome. I'm super excited to do this. Uh, My my homies couldn't be here today. Even the fill-in couldn't fill in. (laughs) Uh, My homies couldn't be here today, so I decided to just run solo. I'll be like Solo Sokoa up in this mug, you know? Just running solo, just handling shit, making shit happen. That's what I do. Um... Anyways, I figured, like, you know what? I've gone solo, you know, enough times for so many years. I can handle it. Let's do this. Let's get into some wrestling news, you guys. Are you ready? Are you ready to check out some awesome wrestling news? Um, I have a couple headlines here. The first headline, of course, is, like, the biggest news in professional wrestling today. William Regal's exodus from all elite wrestling. Now, if you guys will keep it up a little bit, uh, the last AEW pay-per-view, I don't remember what it's called, uh, but MJF defeated John Moxley for the AEW World Heavyweight title with the assist from Lord Regal. That's right, Regal slid the brass knuckles into MJF. MJF used them to knock out Moxley, pin him one, two, three, and become your new AEW World Heavyweight Champion, right? So you think, oh, great, they have this new budding relationship. MJF has William Regal in his back pocket, right? That's what you think. They did this weird uh, belt presentation where MJF had this new belt presented to him by Regal. And it was the the triple B, the big blueberry. I don't know what the hell they call that little stupid pattern on his on his scarf, whatever it's called. The belt. So BBB, I don't know. Whatever you want to call it. The triple B, the triple stupid. Anyway, so he does this thing where he gets his new belt and it looks like a stupid scarf. And he's walking around the ring cut his little promo, his little easy low-hanging fruit promo like he does. And he walks around and he he hits Regal in the back of the head. I don't know if it's a brass knuckles. I don't know if it's a fist. I don't know. He just hits Regal. Regal goes down like a ton of bricks. Okay, Regal's in the ring. He's pretty much dead. You know, Brian Danielson comes out to save him. And then they take him away to the hospital. You guys, that was AEW writing William Regal out of the storyline. Isn't that crazy? Like, in my world, in my fantasy wrestling promotion, if somebody leaves, I just let them leave. I don't give them the day of light to be on TV. Hey, I know you're leaving, but have some precious TV time, you know? And so, uh, rumors are flying, Regal's leaving, Regal's Regal, he's going to WWE, blah, 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 Right? People were even saying that he had a Triple H clause in his contract that if Triple H ever came into power, that he could just walk. I totally didn't believe that. That's ridiculous, you guys. Why would there be a Triple H clause in his AEW contract? That makes zero sense. That makes zero sense at all. But apparently, uh, Tony Khan was even talking about this. Uh, so, real William Regal signed a multiple deal, a multiple year deal with AEW. However. After one year, uh, there's a clause to leave anytime after a year, uh, and in September, he gave his notice saying that he was going to leave at the end of the year, which is now, uh, because Triple H is back in charge, and he wants to go back home, you know, he wants to be with his son, you know, and then there was this weird thing i tony Khan was like i was with my mom my mom was having surgery and william Regal called me and i went outside to go talk to him he was like my son my son my son and it's like i don't want to keep any parent away from their kids i don't want to keep any kids with their parents so this really sucks this is going to be tough for AEW, but i will find a way to let you go right and they wrote him out of the storyline uh by having mjf punch him in the back of the head i mean there was one more scene we'll get to that when we talk about AEW results uh, but yeah so basically that's what happened uh th- apparently there's some kind of other clause like this is so weird contracts wrestling with clauses and all these different things uh so there's another there's another stipulation i'm not even gonna say clause anymore it's too close to christmas i'm not gonna say clause there's another stipulation in whatever's happening is that william Regal cannot be ab- appear on WWE tv For the 2023, for the entire year of 2023, which is fine. That's fine because, like, I've seen William Regal on my television since, like, 1994. Okay. I don't need to see William Regal on television. It's cool. I enjoy it. He's a great general manager, but I don't need to see him on my television. If William Regal wants to be a backstage dude and go out there and coach people and coach his son and coach all these people, great, wonderful, fantastic. You know, if he wants to be on TV, great, awesome, that's so cool. You know, but like, if they're like, William Regal can't be on, like, who cares? It's not that big of a deal. William Regal doesn't need to be on TV. He could be doing what he does behind the scenes. He can make NXT or WWE or whatever he does a better place by not appearing on TV and just helping out people backstage. So I'm super excited about that. I'm super excited about the because if you think about it, since Dusty Rhodes died, William Regal kind of filled his shoes right William Regal kind of filled Dusty's shoes and then he left he got fired he got released he's gone so he goes to AEW and he tries to be William Regal in AEW but like it's a little bit chaotic it's not as structured it's not as cool you know it's not as sophisticated and so he wants to go home let the guy go home damn it I'm just kidding uh, but that's cool. I'm happy for him. I really loved. would love to see him back in WWE. So that's cool. You know, that's great. I'd rather see him in WWE behind the scenes than in the Blackpool Combat Club. To tell you the truth. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, Ronda Rousey addressed her botch at Survivor Series. You guys, let me tell you this, okay? All these fans are getting on Ronda. She should not have to defend herself. She should not have to put out comments about a botch. She messed up. It happens. People mess up. Let me tell you something. The, the legitimacy that she brings to the WWE is far superior than like anybody else. I don't think there's anybody right now on the planet that can bring the legitimate legitimacy that Ronda Rousey brings. She's a badass. She can beat ass, you know what I mean? Like she kicks ass, you guys, and she's a fighter. What do fighters do sometimes? They trip. They fall. They lose their balance. They mess up. They drop people. They they do things wrong. You know what? It doesn't matter because it's a fight. People fall down in fights. Who cares? She hit a move. It didn't go well. You know, and then she goes online online and she's like, I didn't get to practice it. I didn't get to practice it because she was practicing with Shotzi at her personal ring. The ropes were too loose, so they couldn't do the move. And then when they got to the building that day for Survivor Series, the cages were up, and they couldn't do that apron DDT. Who cares? She botched it. Let her do it again sometime. She'll do it again better, better next time. You know? Fuck it. Like, like, stay off of people's asses. When I mean, I, you know, I'm sure you guys are cool. But like, when people botch, like, who cares? Just let them do it. Let them live their lives. You know? They mess up. We're not perfect. Nobody is perfect. I just, I'm. I'm sure I've botched like eight times in this podcast. You know, I'm just lucky that I'm not a famous like Ronda Rousey. So it doesn't like, hey, everybody, look at fucking San Medina. He said the wrong word. He botched. Who cares? All right. Uh, the next one that I'm going to talk about is Ring of Honor. Uh, Tony Khan has said that Ring of Honor will have limited uh, AEW TV time uh, going forward after this month, after this event, after this show, after this year, after this pay-per-view I don't know. Is that right? Um, I want to get into it. I want to talk about the Briscoes, but I think I'm gonna wait until we get to Dynamite results because uh, something happened on Dynamite that had do with the Briscoes. So a lot of people complain about Ring of Honor taking up a lot of time. I think it's super cool. I think it's awesome. You know, like Ring of Honor is is, is this thing that's been there like since 2002 or whatever it was, and it's really awesome. You guys, Ring of Honor has this legacy. And, you know, now they're kind of incorporated into, into, into AEW. The thing is, this Ring of Honor doesn't have television, right? And so what are they going to do? What do they do? Nothing. So the Ring of Honor TV is on AEW. That's all they really can do right now. What I think would be neat is to give them one of the YouTube shows, right? Give them Dark Elevation and call it Ring of Honor Elevation or something stupid like that. That'd be cool. I think that'd be cool. Give Ring of Honor their own show. Give them their own roster, their own show, Make them like a developmental territory, you know? Have AEW call people up from there. Have people go up, go down, right? And I don't know. I think it could be really cool. <coughs> Botch. All right, you guys, let's keep going. Uh, CM Punk adds fuel to the rumors that he is coming back to the WWE. So I don't know where these rumors came from, but there's rumors that CM Punk is headed back to WWE. Now, sure, that'd be cool. But also, like, does he hate Hunter? Didn't, like, wasn't the whole thing, the, the whole reason why he walked out? I guess not the reason why he walked out. But didn't, like, just before he walked out, like, he was going to face Triple H at WrestleMania? And he was like, ah, no, I'm done. I'm going to go home now. And he left. He didn't want to face Triple H. And I feel like he has a chip on his shoulder for Triple H. They don't like each other. So why would Triple H bring him back right now? You know? I guess strike while the iron's hot, yes. You know, put your differences aside, yes. But who knows, man? Who knows? I couldn't see it. I will not believe that until the day I see CM Punk walk out on WWE television. Anyway, uh, he added fuel to the fire uh, of the rumor mill by posting a picture of himself on Twitter or something uh, from WWE days, from those days in WWE, which is cool. You know, whatever. Let him let him stir up some controversy. Let him get the marks to in a frenzy. You know, let him do speaking of marks, um CM Punk is still in a contract. However, Tony Khan has been talking about buying out his contract. So we'll see what happens. I mean, basically Tony Khan's gonna be like, hey, here's three million dollars, don't ever come back. That's neat. Good for him, you know. Uh there's another news story that NXT superstars Sangha and Veer Mahan were supposed to face the Creed brothers at NXT deadline. Uh, and then again, I don't really, I guess I'll just get into this now. Uh, there was a segment on NXT this week where uh, Julius Creed was like being seen by the trainer, and the trainer was like, Oh, he's okay. You know, you're fine. You're clear to wrestle. And then Ivy Nile was like, No, check his ribs, dog. Check his ribs. And so the doctor's like, oh, his ribs? And the doc, this is such a stupid segment. The doctor checked his ribs and he's like, oh, your ribs. And it's like, how's the doctor going to know? He like put a stethoscope, he put like a stethoscope to the dude's ribs. He's like, you're way too injured to wrestle. I'm not going to let you wrestle ever again. And like, how do you know? Because you put the stethoscope to his ribs? Like, what does that tell you? You're not taking x-rays. Like, how do you know in three seconds that he can't run? Anyway, 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 so the doctor walks off, and the Creed brothers are like, you dumb bitch, to Ivy Nile. Like, they were talking hella shit to her. They were all mad at her, and she's like, I'm just trying to protect my friend, dude. Like, you won't admit it that you're hurt. I'm just trying to protect my friend. Anyway, anyway, the whole point of me telling you all that bullshit uh, was because, what was I going to say? So, Veer Mahan has a minor injury, and that's kind of why the match was called off, and they did a storyline, you know, Creed Brothers thing to, like, you know, kind of give it a reason on TV, Um, but apparently Veer Mahan has a minor injury, and they really want him to heal up and be better because the WWE is going to India in late January, and they want him to be one of the featured stars, which I don't blame them because I'm sure he's a big star. Or a big name or, you know, whatever. Hometown hero? I don't know. You know? Anyway. uh, What else is happening? Miro. A lot of people have been asking, where is Miro? Why is Miro not on television? Is Miro injured? Is Miro hurt? No. No. The reason why you haven't seen Miro in AEW is because creative has nothing for him. Creative has nothing for him. Did you hear what I said? Creative has nothing for him. Why? Why? They don't even have writers in AEW. Why? Why? I don't get this. Hire more people to write storylines. Because Miro is one of the best guys you have. You're gonna just let him slip through the cracks and you're gonna let him waste and not do anything. He's better, he was better off in the WWE than he is right now in AEW. And that's saying a lot because he was super happy when he came over to AEW. Okay, I got some options for you, Tony. Are you ready? Listen to this. Sign Lana, put her in his corner, and give them a microphone. That's all you need to do. Let them do promos. Let her talk. She's hot. She'll get attention, let him talk, he's angry, he'll get attention, and let him beat people up. Put him on Dark for a couple weeks, then start putting in him on Dynamite, and then hell, he can conquer the world. I feel like Miro... Uh, Miro's... Miro... How do I say what I'm trying to say? Miro has so much untapped potential... Like he's just gonna waste. They're not. Just, he's never gonna do anything meaningful in wrestling because nobody knows what to do with him. He had a beautiful thing, okay. When Lana was the Russian woman, what is what do they call her? The the Russian, uh, the ravishing Russian, and he was the Bulgarian brute. That was beautiful. That was amazing. They they ruined it. They ruined it. They ruined it. They ruined it. Once she started talking in her regular ass Valley girl, Florida voice, it was over. Her career was over. His once he started sleeping with Summer Rae on television, it was over. So I don't know you guys, I'm being super angry. I'm being super cynical, but like give him his wife. They both have chemistry, they both know what's going on, and they could be entertaining together. Sign her, put them together, put them on TV, let her talk, let her be sexy and hot, and let him destroy people, plain and simple. Alright, let's 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 keep going. Let's keep talking, you guys. Um, Regal is going to end his podcast because he's going back to WWE, plain and simple. Regal... I, like I said, I can listen to Regal talk all day long. Regal is one of my favorite people. Did I say this? I don't know. Regal is one of my favorite people on commentary. One of my favorite parts about him being in the Blackpool Combat Club is that every time anybody uh, in his club was in a match, he would do commentary. I love that. I love Regal on commentary. Um, so I can listen to Regal talk all day. I can tell him, hear, listen to him tell stories. I listen to him talk. It's too bad this podcast was short So I can see botch. Too bad this podcast was so short-lived, you guys botch All right, let's keep this thing moving. Uh, Sasha Banks, uh, is rumored to be in Japan, co- going to Japan. She'll be in Japan, uh, for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, what do they call it? Wrestle Kingdom. Now, it's not clear, according to whoever's reporting this online, if she's going to be an attendance or if she's going to be a performer. You know, like what the hell? Like that's a big difference. Like, oh my god, social banks is that new? J- yeah, because she bought a ticket. Um, but no, anyway. So Kyrie Sane uh, recently, you know, I guess Stardom teamed up with New Japan. They they did some special episode, some special show. I didn't see it. I want to go back and find it and watch it. But apparently, Kyrie Sane uh, became the first ever IWGP Women's Champion. And so I think it would be super cool is if Sasha Banks, or I guess uh, Mercedes, whatever her name is, Mercedes and, um, and Kyrie Sane had a match for the IWGP Women's World Championship at Wrestle Kingdom. That's what I want to see, you guys. I want to see Mercedes... And Kyrie Saint, I guess Kyrie Hojo, whatever. I think she goes by Kyrie now. Mercedes and Kyrie IWGP Women's Title Wrestle Kingdom. Make it happen. Make it happen, you guys. Make it happen. Come on, tweet tweet uh, at NJPW1972. Tell them Funky Sam Medina said to make it happen, and you're begging for it. All right, you guys. Let's keep this thing moving along. Uh, anyways, it'd be cool to see Sasha Banks uh, somewhere wrestling somewhere. It would be cool. I mean, that's really all I have to say about that. It'd be really cool to see her back in the WWE. Um, Oh, speaking of Sasha Banks, this is not news at all. But a couple of days ago, I saw pictures on Twitter of Naomi, aka Trinity Fatu, uh, and, and Jade Cargill just kicking it, just hanging out at some Atlanta Hawks game. That's crazy, right? Jade Cargill. All right, you guys, let's keep this thing moving along. I have some results. Now I'm stalling. Now I'm stalling. I'm sorry. I have some results that I wanted to go over with you guys. Uh, First, we're going to go over NXT from December 6th. Let's do this. No, not NXT. What am I doing? Botch. We're going to go over Monday Night Raw from December 5th. (laughs) I'm going out of order. What am I doing, you guys? Uh, It was advertised the Usos. We're going to take on Matt Riddle and Elias. Uh, I don't know what happened on the show exactly. So... The Usos came out and they're gonna have a match. And, like, hey, let's remind everybody what happened earlier on the show. And it shows the Usos arriving to the building. It's so weird because the results I'm seeing say Elias. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, uh, what happened was the Usos arrived to the building. They got out of their car, their SUV, whatever. First of all, who was driving, okay? Because I don't know if that was Jimmy or if that was Jay, but let me tell you something. If Jay Uso is ever behind a wheel of a car, don't get in that car. Okay, anyway. Um, so the Usos arrive to the building, and they all get out of the car, and Elias, I'm not sure exactly what happened. I know that one minute Elias was there, and then the next minute they chased him. Away. Okay, let me ask you a question. If you're a one person, why would you go confront the Bloodline? If you're one person, you know could confront 3 Samoans and a Sammy? I don't think so, homie. You don't do that. All right. So then like, I don't know, so like uh, Elias came back around the car, the there was side, and then Solo came up from behind and Solo just beat the crap out of him. Yeah, you know, thank you Solo. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Shut that guy up. All right. Anyway. So the Beatles were like, oh, we're not going to fight them tonight because they suck and they got beat up. We're going to fight other people. And then Matt Riddle came out. He's like, bro, you guys beat up my friend Elias, bro. Well, guess what, bro? Fine then. It's not going to be lot. And at this point, I'm just like, it's going to be Ezekiel. It's going to be Ezekiel. Please don't be Ezekiel. Please don't be Ezekiel. Please don't be Ezekiel. Please. And then once he said, like, I don't get along with this guy very much, but he hates the bloodline just as much as I do. I knew it wasn't Ezekiel because every one time Matt Riddle said he was a Zeke, a freak for Zeke or whatever, whatever. And he brings out Kevin Owens as his partner. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens and Matt Riddle versus the Usos for the Undisputed Combined. Unified, universal, intercontinental, world, awesome, galaxy, tag team champions. That's what the Usos have. That's what they are. Anyway, so the Usos definitely won, of course. I don't remember how they won, but they did. And the results I'm seeing say uh, uh, the Usos defeated Elias and Matt Riddle, which is hella funny. Uh, They set up two triple threat uh, women matches. And the first one... Uh, it was Bailey uh, defeating Asuka and Rhea Ripley. And before this match happened, we had a little bit of a, of a confrontation between Bailey and Becky. And I don't know, you guys. I'm getting kind of I'm getting kind of over this. Um, Bobby Lashley defeated Seth Rollins to become the number one contender for the United States title. Uh, Theory defeated Mustafa Ali. Let me tell you something about Mustafa. Okay, okay, no, I know pratik. It's probably going to be listening to this. I know Pratik is from Chicago. And I know that Chicago people, they bleed Chicago, right? They love it. They love everything about it. And they love... The- I could give a damn about Mustafa Ali, okay? I am sorry. I do not. He's annoying. He keeps like he keeps going like like when Bobby Lashley was the U.S. champion, he's like, "I want a title shot," and Bobby Lashley's like, "No," and then he slapped him, and then he's like, okay, fine, I'll give you. Th-. He rewarded him for that behavior, that juvenile, immature, stupid behavior, and then like he gets himself just involved in everything, and he just comes keeps coming back, and it's like stay down, just stay away. Seth Rollins beat you, Matt Riddle, not Matt Riddle. Um, uh Austin Theory beat you. Bobby Lashley beat you. Go go somewhere go to Impact, go to Dynamite, go go whatever WWE shows I don't watch, like main event, go to go main event. Alright. Anyway, Mustafa Ali, uh Mustafa Ali had a had a uh US title shot against Matt Riddle. Woo uh The O C and Baron Corbin defeated the Alpha Academy. Wait, why is it two on three? The OC Oh, you know what? No, I'm sorry. This whoever wrote this. Oh my gosh, I am so embarrassed, you guys. The OC defeated Baron Corbin in the. That, that makes more sense. Um, so there was a big like like poker match between JBL and other people, and they kept going back to. It was pretty stupid, I'll tell you the truth. Uh, at one point, Johnny Gargano and Dexter Lumis came in with a big bag of money. Whatever, people arguing, people are cheating, people are winning, people are losing. It's stupid. Um, anyways this led to uh, a big match with the oc taking on baron corbin in the alpha academy and the oc got the win also dominic mysterio got a win over akira tozawa over the in the in the poker match like like they're in the poker match they're sitting next to each other i don't know what happened i don't really pay attention to stupid stuff but like they were sitting next to each other at the poker table and and all of a sudden dominic mysterio's like hey all right I'm in a judgment day and you're stupid and I'm going to fight you. And then he had a match and then he won. And the main event, Alexa bliss defeated Nikki cross and Becky Lynch. Uh, therefore, this is kind of lackluster. Therefore next week, you think raw was lackluster. Wait till we get into dynamite this week. You guys, um, fuck. Anyway, uh, so next so so okay now. Next week we're gonna get the two winners of the two triple threat women's matches. We're gonna get Bailey and we're gonna get Alexa Bliss. I thought Becky was gonna win, but I can see them saving Becky and Bailey for like WrestleMania or maybe like further down the road. I don't know. But anyway, um so Alexa Bliss and Bailey are gonna go one on one next Monday night in Raw and the winner of that becomes the number one contender for the women's title, the Raw wins title at, at the Royal Rumble. Isn't it weird that they're making contenders for the Royal Rumble when, like, it's December 8th? Like, like you know what I mean? Like, it's beginning, it's early December, and the Rumble's at the end of January, and you're already making contenders for for the Rumble? It just doesn't make sense. This kind of booking just blows my mind, you guys. No, really, it does, because, like, we're used to having a pay-per-view in December, right? So we're, we're used to being built up to a pay-per-view. In fact... Uh, the the Bailey and the Bliss match, that, that would have been on the pay-per-view. And the winner of that match would have gone to the Rumble to face Bianca. But, like, that's fine, right? But, like, I don't know. I don't know, you guys. Whatever. Uh, next up, we have NXT from December 6, 2022. What happened? It started off with a triple threat wild card match as Von Wagner uh, take on Axiom and Andre Chase. With uh, the Chase University people in a triple threat match. And the winner gets the final match in the Iron Survivor match. Uh, That was okay match, I guess. Axiom ended up winning. And Axiom got the win. And Axiom is going to go on to become the Iron Survivor person. I thought I was going to have more results with this page I was looking at. But apparently, I'm only going to have results of that match. Oh, silly me. Alright, let's find out NXT results real quick. Nope, that's not it. That's not it. Oh, uh, you guys, this is this is real life podcasting right before your eyes. Uh, what happened? I already talked about the okay, here we go. Triple threat match. Apollo Crews joins Braun Breaker for some fishing and they talked about their match and they and they they kissed a little and they, they cried a little and they just they became just best friends in the world. That was super fun. Uh, there was a TikTok video. Oh, and then uh, what happened? They talked about their match basically on Saturday. Uh, Ivy Nile made sure Julius Creed didn't bypass the medics and got everything checked out. He's not medically cleared to compete. Veer Mahan and Sangha destroyed Bryson, Montana. Javier Burnell was scheduled to face Montana, but opted out of it since Sangha and Veer were in the ring. Burnell pretended to be to, pretended he had an injury and he went to the back. Veer Mahan and Sangha said since they want to face the Creed Brothers at 100 percent and Julius isn't, they respectively declined their challenge for a match at deadline. That's that's the long segment. Um there's a TikTok video where Sol Ruka was filming uh she was like dancing in front of the camera. Uh Josh Briggs and Brooke Jensen, Brooks Jensen, uh, got into an argument with Malik Blade and this other guy, I can't pronounce his name. It was crazy. Like, it was a scene where, like, they were doing a TikTok dance and then this argument broke out. And it was almost like they accidentally caught it on their TikTok thing. I don't know. I don't know if it was supposed to be, like, a TikTok live or what. Uh, Hank, let's see. Tony D'Angelo defeated Zion Quinn by pinfall uh, after the match. He said that he wanted uh, Wesley. Wesley came out and said that he's going to take on Jack first. And then D'Angelo's like, who cares about Dijak, eh? And then Jack went up on the big screen. He's like, who cares about Jack? You better care about Jack, Tony D'Angelo, you son of a bitch. And then that was pretty much it, really. Nothing really came of that. Um, Hank Walker approached Charlie Dempsey backstage to confront him about his comments, degrading wall, saying that Hank Walker doesn't deserve a contract. And then Haw- Walker said, let's fight. I'll show you respect. And then Dempsey's like, I'm going to show you why you shouldn't be here, bro. And then his dad came out. I'm just kidding. Uh, Scripps was talking about what he's doing at NXT. And he's going to target the Chosen Ones. Uh, Charlie Dempsey defeated Hank Walker. Pretty Deadly did a stupid Christmas thing. And they came out. They talked about Christmas. And then, oh, yeah. Then New Day comes out. And they challenged uh, Pretty Deadly to a... NXT World Tag Team Championship match this Saturday coming up at NXT Deadline. How about that? Uh, this one guy, hero, called Javier Burnell Big Body Chicken. Uh, Mackenzie Mitchell was there. Isla Dawn defeated Thea Hall by pinfall. Alba Fire went after Dawn following the match. Uh, next week, Lyra Valkyria will be on NXT. Uh, Jensen and Briggs won some tag team match against two jobbers and in a triple threat wildcard qualifier for the women's iron survivor and the main event Indy Hartwell defeated Fallon Henley and Wendy Cho by pinfall. Woo. So you know what? Out of those three girls, um, what's her name? Indy Hartwell is the most deserving to be in that match. And when, when in, Wendy Chu, I mean Indy Hartwell. If 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 Indy Hartwell didn't win, it would have been a misjustice of, a miscarriage of justice. Is that what they say? I don't know. Anyway, and then we had some stupid talking segment that I didn't watch. Uh, Grant Grayson Waller did some talking event where he invited all the guys out from the the men's Iron Survivor match, and they all like blah 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 blah, blah. and they all had a big brawl. It was stupid. I didn't watch it though. All right, you guys, let's transition over to AEW Dynamite. And let's talk about some Dynamite, shall we? Dynamite was super cool. Um, We had a big battle royal to kick things off for the number one contendership to the Dynamite Diamond Battle Royal Ring. Wait, what? The Dynamite Ring Battle Royal. There we go. And Ricky Starks ended up winning. It came down to Ricky Starks. You know what? Okay, you guys, you can only push Ricky Starks so much, okay? Ricky Starks won a match. So he won a tournament. It came down to Ricky Starks and Ethan Page. This tournament, and then Ricky Starks won, and he, he became the number one contender for the world title. Okay, then he went to a battle royal to 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 fight for the chance to fight for the diamond ring, and it came down to Ricky Starks and Ethan Page again. Like, come on! Like, are these the next next big guys? Are we gonna see Ricky Starks and Ethan Page? Fighting for the world title in a year. Is that what's going to happen? Because I don't want to see that. Anyway. um, What was I going to say? So. Now. Okay. Let me tell you. They're promoting. Now they're promoting. uh, Next week on Dynamite. is going to be MJF versus Ricky Starks. In a match. That's for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. And the Dynamite Diamond Ring. Okay. Now I understand. Because it's Ricky Starks. He won both things. So. I don't think Ricky Stark should be doing a winner takes all match. I think he won two separate things. So he should have two separate matches. He should have a world title match. He should have a dynamite diamond ring match. And he should win the damn excuse me. He should win the damn dynamite ring. You know? MGF has had it for three years. Like he doesn't need it. He has the world title. He has a dynamite belt. You know he doesn't need the dynamite bracelet or whatever <laughs> bracelet. Um, oh, I lost track of my I lost my track of thought. Um, okay, so I was planning on having other people on this podcast with me, but you know obviously I'm here by myself. So I'm gonna ask you guys the tough questions. Okay, who does this benefit? This does this is benefit MJF or does it benefit Ricky Starks? Um, would it be better for MJF or Ricky Starks if they had two separate matches? I think there should be two separate matches, one match for the world title, one match for the ring because Ricky Starks had to win two matches to get there. So why does he get told? Because, you know, he's not going to win, right? He's not going to win the world title. So he's just going to lose everything in one match. when He he had to win two matches to get there. What if Ethan Page would have won? Would they have made the world title match at Winter's Coming a triple threat? I don't think so. We would have had two separate matches. We would have had MJF against Ricky Starks for the world title. (coughs) and we would have had mjf versus ethan page for the ring title you know so i think ricky starks is getting royally screwed and he should have two separate matches he should get a match against mjf for the world title and he should get a match against mjf for the ring title that's it in the story that's what i feel that was the first match you guys and i'm already fired up All right, what's next? What's next? What else happened in this? Uh, Samoa Joe defeated Darby Allin for the TNT uh, title uh, to defend it. He defended it. Samoa Joe defended the TNT title. You guys, I don't know if you watch this or not. Samoa Joe, his skin was all red. He didn't look very good. He looked like he was winded. He looked like he was tired. My wife was like, what's wrong with him? Is he okay? Is he okay? The only thing I could think of to say to make her feel better, I was like, look, he's a fat dude in Texas. Just let him be sweaty. Who cares? You know? um i mean he is though right they were in texas he's a fat dude i mean it's joe i love you bro but like you know you know you know you're samoan you're supposed to be chubby but um i mean i'm a fat dude i don't care i'm just saying if i was a fat dude in texas which i would be if i was in texas i would be sweating like that too and my skin would be red too except my shirt would be on because i wouldn't take my shirt off on tv but anyway All right, so um, Samoa Joe, I mean, AEW is lucky that this was a Samoa Joe match because I am uh, known for turning my TV off when Darby Allin is on the TV. (coughs) Oh, I had to breathe. (sighs) Okay. Okay. So I watched this match. It was okay. Darby Allin got his ass whooped. And then at the end of the match... He got a muscle buster on the skateboard. Ouch. All right. What else happened? Claudio Casagnola and Wheeler Unit defeated Jake Hager and Daniel Garcia in a tag team match. That was for absolutely nothing. But I'm going to tell you this. Uh, that match made me think that those guys aren't going to win at the pay-per-view because they both lost. I mean, they both won and Dynamite. You know? Uh, the best part about this match, you guys... The best part about this match was the purple hat. Jack, Jake, Jake Hager came out. He had a purple hat in his butt crack and he had it in the back of his pants. You can see it there. You know, all the ass juices are getting on it and stuff. And then like he brings it to the match. He gets in the ring and he hands it to Claudio. He's like, I got you a hat, Claudio. We could be friends again. We could be a tag. You know what's weird? It's like he's like trying to become like a friend, like a tag team with Claudio and like that's what they did when Claudio debuted it's like they're repeating the storyline because he has a hat anyway he gave Claudio the hat Claudio tees putting the hat on I really wanted to see Claudio put the hat on I really wanted Claudio put the hat on I really 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 wanted Claudio so Claudio kicks the hat into the audience it was neat it was fun uh we had a six-person tag Jade Cargill and the baddies uh, which is Red Velvet and Layla Gray uh, defeated the the team of Sky Blue, Kira Hogan, and Madison Rain. Big surprise. All right, let's just move on. In uh, the main event, the acclaimed defeated FTR in a match that was for the AEW World Tag Team Champions. Is the acclaimed? Le- I mean, not acclaimed. Is FTR leaving? Why are they why are they jobbing them out so hard? Like people online are like, yeah, they dropped him out there, they're gonna drop him out of Ring of Honor. Like, is ring is is, is F T R just like on their losing tours, and lose all the titles back and they're just gonna go back to WWE. Is that what's happening? Is FTR back on their way to WWE? Is everybody just coming back home? Cause I would love to see that. I would love to see everybody go back home. Samoa Joe, FTR, Aleister Black, William Regal, Miro, uh, who else, right? Um, mox oh i would love to see mox back in wwe with triple h running the show um cody cody's already back um who else i don't know you know but that would be super cool right uh mercedes martinez um who are those other cool people tony storm um soraya uh baker adam cole brian danielson i'm trying to remember people now (laughs) claudio uh jake hager chris jericho come on i'm remembering people now all right, I would love to see all these people go back to WWE. It would suck for AEW, though. But, like, fuck it, right? All right, what am I doing? I'm going over results of Dynamite. That's right. Oh, you know what? That was over. It was done. Woo! That was the main event. Uh, after the match was over, we had this stupid segment with the gun boys. Uh, they were like, they had a stocking in their hands. like, oh, FTR, guess what? We got a Christmas present for you. Look, it's, oh, you're going to fight them boys. Oh, oh, that's going to be a dog-caller match. Okay, now, what business did the Gun Boys have making that match, challenging for that match, announcing that match? They basically had nothing to do with that match. They should be as far away from that match as humanly possible. Okay, now, I'm seeing a lot of people online going, what if FTR just get challenged by the Whatever, the Briscoes directly, blah, blah, blah. Because apparently, according to some people, I don't know how true this is, but this is according to people online, the Briscoes are banned from network television because of their homophobic stuff. Their homophobic tweets and their personalities, I guess. I don't know, they're homophobic, right? So they're banned from national television. Why are you giving someone who's banned from national television a platform? Why would you put them on Ring of Honor when you know you can't ever really do anything with them because they have such a bad reputation. Why would you even give them that time of day, you know? I mean, they're going to win the tag team titles, right? And the dog collar match. And FTR is going to lose all their belts. They're going to lose the AAA titles. They're going to lose the, F- the IWGP titles. And they're going to go back to WWE. Great. But don't put the Briscoes in a position where... Were well, you gonna to want to put them on national television? Now it's kind of a coincidence that the Briscoes are coming back and they're possibly gonna win the tag team titles, right? They're banned from national TV, and Tony Khan says that he's pulling Ring of Honor from national TV. I don't know. I don't know, you guys. We'll find out. We'll see what happens. Um, I want to get into that match. I want to get into this whole this whole pay per view. So that was that was dynamite. I hope I, I hope I fulfilled all your hopes and dreams. I hope that you guys. Uh, Really enjoyed me talking about wrestling news and wrestling results as I uh, head over to Wikipedia and I bring up the matches for Final Battle 2022. All right, you guys. Final Battle 2022 in a double dog collar match for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions, Mark and Jay, the greatest tag team in the history of Ring of Honor, Take on F-T-R, Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood. It always felt temporary, you know? Like, F-T-R always felt like they were away from WWE temporarily, right? Like, the names Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler, like, those are some stupid names. Like, those are names, like, that you go, okay, well, I'm only having them for a year or two, so let's just settle on this and then when we go back to WWE we go back to having whatever names I forget like what were their names uh Scott Dawson and uh I don't remember but whatever um, so anyways, the internet thinks that the Briscoes are going to win. I think the Briscoes are going to win. I'm going to go for the Briscoes, you guys. Uh, I think the Briscoes are going to win. But then what do we do, right? They can't be on national television. You can't put them on Dynamite, ever. So, like, what's the point of giving them the World Tag Team titles? I don't know. I guess we'll see what Tony Khan wants to do with them. Mr. Booker of the Year over here. Uh, and a six-man tag for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team. Wait. Wait. In a six-man tag for the Ring of Honor World Six-Man Tag Team Championship match, uh, Dalton Castle and the boys, Brandon Tate and Brent Tate—I know they had names—defend uh, their titles against the Embassy, Brian Cage, Great Ocon, and Toa Leona, the Gates of Agony. Uh, I really hope that the the Embassy wins, you know, because the uh, the the Dalton Castle and the boys. Haven't really been doing much with the titles. And it would be really cool to see Brian Cage with the title. Because it's been a while. No offense, Brian Cage. Uh, In a regular ass tag team match. We have Swerve and Our Glory taking on Shane Taylor Promotions. So Swerve and Keith Lee, even though they've already split. They've already gone their separate ways. They already don't like each other. They're going to be taking on another match. Uh, Shane Taylor and JD Griffney. Uh, so we'll see what happens. I don't know who JD Griffney is. I don't know much about Shane Taylor. I, I do know though of the newest episode of the High H-I-G-H Pathetical Wrestling Podcast. Uh, they did watch a Shane Taylor match. It was Keith Lee and Shane Taylor against a War Machine from Ring of Honor. Alright, you guys. Uh, so what I'm predicting this match is I'm predicting that uh, somebody is going to turn on somebody Actually, no. I think two people are going to turn. One person on each team is going to turn. And I think at the end of the day, uh, Keith Lee and Shane Taylor are going to be together. Like, not like together, but like best friends. Uh, In a singles match for the Ring of Honor World Television Championship, Samoa Joe defends his title against C.J. Parker. A.K.A. Juice Robinson from New Japan Pro Wrestling. You know, uh, New Japan uh, gave him the U.S. title. And then he ended up not wanting to defend it because of COVID or stuff. I don't know exactly. And then New Japan's like, that's fine. Just give us the belt back. And he didn't. He didn't give the belt back for so long that it turned into a stupid little gimmick. Like, I don't know. Don't give him any belts. Don't give him any belts. Keep this belt on Samoa Joe. That's all I got to say. Uh, a singles match for the Ring of Honor Women's World Championship. Mercedes Martinez uh, puts her top on the line against Athena. Uh, this would be a good match, you know? Athena hits hard. There was a thing recently where she like said, if I was a man, I wouldn't get backlash for being a hard-hitting. But you know what? Men do also. Uh, I think this will be a really good match, uh, but I think Mercedes Martinez is going to get the win and remain the Ring of Honor World Women's Champion. In a pure rules wrestling match for the Ring of Honor Pure Championship, Daniel Garcia defends his title against Wheeler Yuta. So these guys go way back. There's Apparently there's like PWG matches with these guys, and they've just been wrestling together for a long time. And so, you know, that's cool. Whatever. Um, Daniel Garcia is going to get the win. That's all i got to say. I don't like Wheeler Yuta. Can I just go on a limb here? I know I've been talking a lot about people who I don't like, but Wheeler Yuta's boring, he can't talk, he looks generic, and that's all. All right, and in our main event, for the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Championship, Chris Jericho defends his title against Claudio Castagnoli. If Claudio loses, he has to join the Jericho Appreciation Society. Which is, you know, just like what Matt Hardy's doing because Matt Hardy had to join the the firm. And it's the same thing. I hope, I hope Claudio wins. I don't want to see Claudio. But you know what? No, I'm going to say Claudio loses and he joins the, the Jericho Society and he tags with Jake Hager and they become lost in the tag team division and Claudio is no longer a big deal. And then in one year, when he can opt out of his contract, He puts in his notice, and he goes back to WWE, too. Because Triple H is now in charge. Hell yeah, you guys. That's uh, the Ring of Honor Final Battle pay-per-view. What do you guys think? Are you guys going to watch it? I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch Final Battle. Hell yeah, I am. All right, I'm stalling again. I'm trying to pull up the NXT deadline matches. All right, NXT deadline, you guys. Woo, woo, woo. All right, in a singles match, we're going to have Alba Fire take it on isla dawn now isla dawn she's from nxt uk she's been here for a while and she's always been isla dawn that's always been her name as far as i know uh but she's super cool uh i really like her a lot and i hope to see more and more of her uh and i hope she wins i don't think she's going to because you know she's the bad guy and she can afford to lose because she's just barely new on the roster uh but i hope to see her win and i really like her gimmick she's like a witch I think this is the first of her being a witch. I don't think she was a witch before. And I really like this gimmick. So let's go Isla Dawn for the win. Uh, We have the tag team match for the NXT World Tag Team Championship. As Pretty Deadly defends the World Tag Team against the New Day. Uh, I really feel like the New Day is not going to win. Which is crazy, right? If Pretty Deadly defeats one of the greatest tag teams of all time, uh, WWE put out like a 50 greatest tag teams of all time, and I think The New Day was number one. So if Pretty Deadly beats one of the greatest tag teams of all time, that's really, like, silly, right? Because Pretty Deadly is pretty stupid. I mean, it's not that they're... They're just... They're nobodies, right? They're just... They're developmental guys. They just came over from the NXT UK. They're not really that great. They're, they're small... They can't wrestle very well. Like, like they won the titles on a fluke. Like, I don't see them beating New Day, but they are. They're going to pull it off somehow. They really are. Because New Day is not going to win the NXT tag titles. Especially because Kofi's already going to be in the Rumble. Uh, we have the the uh, NXT World Championship match as Braun Breaker defends his title against Apollo Crews. Now, this is cool. Like... I'm a big fan of Apollo Cruz. I've been a big fan of Apollo Cruz since he was UHaul Nation back in the day. You know, back in uh, Evolve and all that stuff. So I would love to see Apollo Cruz uh, become the NXT champ. I mean, it's not going to happen, right? Braun Breaker is going to win. Uh, but this match will be really, really good. This will probably be the best match that Braun has had since he's been in NXT. You know, he's had some stinkers. He's had some decent matches. But he's had some stinkers. Um, but Braun, we we all know that Braun Breaker is the next Roman Reigns. We all know that they're pushing him. Down, they're pushing him down our throats. We all know that as soon as he goes to the main roster, he's gonna beat Gunther for the Intercontinental Title. We all know that. But right now he's in NXT, and right now he's fighting Apollo Cruz. So just enjoy it. You know it'll be a really good match. Apollo Cruz will bring the best out of Braun Breaker. It's gonna be hard hitting. It's gonna be High jumping is going to be athletic. It's going to be spectacular. It's going to be fun. You know what? That's all it is. Apollo Cruz is going to win, but he's going to give Braun Breaker a really, really good match. All right. Now, we're going to get into these silly, silly, silly Iron Survivor matches. I think by now, you know how it works, right? There's a 25-minute time limit. Um, whoever gets the most pinfalls or like a pinfall or submission is worth one point. Whoever gets the most points in 25 minutes is the winner. I don't think 25 minutes is long enough, to tell you the truth. We should go a minimum of 30 minutes. A minimum. This should be an hour long. These people are young. They can go. They have stanima. Make this match an hour, you know? But anyways, it's 25 minutes. Make it a minimum of 30 minutes. Come on. 25 minutes? What are you doing? anyway. So if you get pinned or submitted, uh, you have to sit in the penalty box for 90 seconds? 90 seconds? That's not even that long. I mean, it's enough to, like, you know, break momentum or whatever. And I guess if you're trying to beat somebody else, you can get a pin. You know, whatever. I don't know. Are they going to be breaking up pins? Like, if, if, if I'm in the match and I see some guy over here pinning another guy, am I going to break it up? Probably not, right? I'll just wait till he pins him, and then I'll pin him after. Um so anyways, this match is the first of its kind. It's going to be interesting. It's a silly concept, but we'll see what happens. It's kind of like um, King of the Mountain without the without the ladder and the title. Yeah, it's King of the Mountain without the title and the ladder. With points instead. Uh, anyways, the men's match is going to be Carmelo Hayes, uh, JD McDonough, Grayson Waller, Joe Gacy, and Axiom. My winner in this match, you guys, is Carmelo Hayes. Carmelo Hayes is dope. He has really good matches. He's going to win. Carmelo Hayes is going to win. And then he's going to go on to challenge Apollo Crews for the NXT World title. Did you hear what I just said? All right. The women's match is going to be Zoe Stark, Cora Jade, Roxanne Perez. Kiana James, who does not have an Instagram. I mean, mean, Instagram. Who does not have a Wikipedia page. And Indy Hartwell. Uh, This match is cool. Like, we could run down the people. Like, I don't really care about the men's match, guys. Like, JD McDonough, uh, Grayson Waller, Joe Gacy, Axiom. I don't care about any of those guys. Zoe Stark. Okay, Lacey Ryan of the Indies. She's pretty dope. That's all. She can go. She's dope. Uh, Cora Jade. Let me tell you about Cora Jade. She was called Elena Black in the Indies. Uh, more specifically, she was in Blackcraft Wrestling for a while. She was this witchy girl. She was cool. Um, Elena Black. Uh, they signed her. She was a happy-go-lucky, happy-to-be-here baby face. And let me tell you, man, this girl, she's only 21 years old. But she's been killing it. She's been doing really good. Her promos are great her ring her in-ring work isn't the best but like she's 21 you know imagine her in two or three years she'll be only she'll still be young so this girl she's killing it her personality is is starting to really like come through she's really being a good heel her promo work is really good Uh, her in-ring work is pretty good and she's really like she's really developing really well i really like her a lot uh who else Uh, Roxanne Perez. Roxanne Perez. She's twenty. She's the prodigy. She came out of reality of wrestling. She was a seventeen-year-old prodigy uh, when she first started wrestling on the indies, and now she's twenty. She's the happy-go-lucky babyface, happy to be here. Uh, But she's really good. She's really, really small. She's really little, but like she has a uh, a good wrestling style, and she kind of uses that to her advantage, uh, which I really like. And her and Cora Jade. Obviously, have great chemistry because they're really good friends in real life. And they're bitter, bitter heels. I mean, I'm sorry. They're bitter, bitter rivals. Botch! Uh, they're bitter, bitter rivals on TV. And it's super fun, you guys. So, there's that. Kiana James. She's alright. Uh, Indy Hartwell. She's dope, man. Indy Hartwell's been... She's Johnny Gargano's wrestling daughter. And she's bigger than Johnny. Uh, she's been in NXT for a long time. For a couple years now. And I think uh indy hartwell probably will not win this match it'll probably be roxanne perez because she's a baby face i mean indy hartwell is also a baby face you know what i'm gonna say this indy hartwell hasn't had a fair shot at the world title i'm gonna say this indy hartwell wins she wins the match she goes on to whatever show in january As the number one contender, she faces Manny Rose and loses just like anybody else would because Manny Rose is the dopest. Speaking of Manny Rose, Manny Rose and Toxic Attraction said they're going to be there. They're going to be at deadline. So if you don't watch it for this match, watch it for Toxic Attraction. Anyway, so she's going to be the the, the contender, the top contender. She'll go for the title, right? Sometime in January, she'll go up against Manny Rose and she'll lose... Just like they all do. And then I think Indy will be in the Rumble. She deserves it, man. She deserves to go up. You know? Uh, But put her on SmackDown. Because you still have to keep her separated from Johnny and from Dexter Loomis. You can't just put them together all like, By the way, this is his wife. She's been in NXT. This is his wife. Blah, blah, blah. You know? You can't just do that. Uh, Alright, you guys. That's everything, I guess. Uh, Before I go, I just want to say follow me on social media at Funky Sam Medina. Uh, You can follow everything that we do at Hypothetical Comedy and HypotheticalComedy.com. Hey, go check out the Hypothetical Comedy Wrestling Podcast. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. The Hypothetical Wrestling Podcast uh, where these two cool people sounds kind of like somebody I know and somebody else I know. They just get super baked and they watch wrestling. Super fun, you guys! Also, go check out the hypothetical comedy podcast with Funky Sam Medina and Athena Rodriguez, and they just talk to super awesome comedians. That's always a good time. Uh, plus, you check out Pro Wrestling Nation, and coming soon, the Funky Sam Medina Show. So I'm super excited. I have a lot of podcasts for you guys. I, I'm just everywhere right now. I'm doing a lot of things. I'm doing a lot of podcasts, and I'm just running solo. I'm just running this shit solo. So go watch wrestling. Go listen to my podcast and find me on social media. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Shout out to Pratik. Shout out to Xavier. I'll see you guys soon. I can't wait to go over the results of these shows with y'all. Hey, and Pratik, Xavier, if you guys are listening, which you're probably not. Hey, but if you guys are listening, write down your picks. Write down your picks. You have my picks. I mean, that's kind of all all over the place. But, like, I know who they are. I know what they are. And we'll compare. We'll compare. We'll see who... Who compare? don't lie though, tell the truth, okay? Don't be like, oh, I just picked all the winners. Tell the truth, all right? We'll compare, we'll compare notes, and then we'll talk, and then we'll go over it, and we'll talk about it, and we'll go over it. All right, you guys, hey, thank you again. Uh, follow me on social media, at Medina. This has been a special simulcast episode of Pro Wrestling Nation, Gimmick Street Wrestling Podcast, and whatever else you want to throw in there. Also, if you're a cool wrestler, and you want to be on Pro Wrestling Nation, hit me up. Thanks, peace.